Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Facebook and Instagram. From the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two of Drive Time Sports in the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. And now, Trey Biddy is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer. And Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealer. Genesis of Conway, the future of luxury today. Now, here's Trey Biddy. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. Uh, let me do this first, if you will bear with me. This from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. Long-time caller, long-time friend, J.K. Uh, from Fairfield Bay, said my daughter, Anna, was a listener when she was a teen. Because of me being a caller, she passed away yesterday of cancer oh, at age 47. Oh. He said, I don't expect you to put this on the air. Just some prayers for my girl. Oh, my God. Well, I want to tell you, J.K., you have been a faithful, faithful listener. I can't call you a friend because I'm not sure we've ever met, but I do call you a friend regardless. Uh, but nevertheless, we want to extend you our thoughts, our prayers. Uh, I can simply tell you, been there, done that before I know what it is to lose a child. So I will put you on my prayer list, and uh, we hope that God will give you peace and comfort during this difficult time. Wow, so, that's, that's tough. Sorry yeah. to hear that. Me too. God bless you, J.K., yeah. Yeah. and your family. Uh, now, we'll go to something of a different sort. We'll say congratulations to Mr. Trey Biddy of Hog Sports. Dot com. Now, Trey, why would I be saying congratulations to Trey Biddy? Uh, my good looks. Yeah. <laughs> that and the wonder. You do that every day, can he, Trey? That and be that, every day. And that, Let's open the show with it. <laughs> and that beautiful dome that we both uh, share. Well, not yeah. both. Uh, I don't have two heads, and you don't have two heads, but... Uh, we both have that same look. We're rocking that look. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to say congratulations on being the Arkansas Sports Writer of the Year. Well, thanks, Randy. I, I knew where you were going with that, but uh, it's definitely an honor to get recognized for for hard work. And um, you know, congrats to Matt Zimmerman, also Arkansas Sportscaster of the Year. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's cool to be recognized anytime somebody. Um, you know, notices the work that you do. It's it's certainly uh, it makes you happy. So I appreciate that. Thank you very it much. It shows the change in journalism ten years ago. Oh yeah, never, never would point. have been possible for anybody yeah. other than somebody writing for a newspaper to win that award. And so yeah, uh, it's, it's you're exactly of, right on that. And yeah. you know, I, I think about that every once in a while, just kind of the journey I've been on. Because I, I thought about that too, Rick, when I was first nominated. It was just like you know, because I've been in this 21 years, and I don't believe I've been nominated before. <laughs> so yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's cool to be nominated, and um, and of course to win, and you know, a lot of other uh, great people that I work around also nominated too, and certainly. Um, you know, any of those guys could have won it also. And But I, I go back to 
you know, when I started in this industry in 2003, and I could not get credentialed to get into the press box because I was an internet reporter, and there I wasn't was there anymore. I wasn't there anymore. You Don't blame there. me. Don't blame me. It was a spe- specific language in there, though, that yeah. said that you know that I couldn't be admitted into the press box, yeah. and I just kept working and worked for a couple of years, got denied, got denied again, and then finally that third year. Um, and um, this is Kevin Trainer at the time. He was sports information director. He was like, you know what? Like you show up and do the work that anybody else does. You know, you you're there at all the practices, and you know, and we're going to credential you. We're going to change the language, and you know, whatever bylaws. I don't know what the rules, whatever they are, but we're going to change the language, and we're going to welcome you into the press box. And I was the very first internet only reporter that was wow. allowed into the press box and that wasn't that long ago at least it doesn't seem like that long ago to me but now I do look down the aisle of you know everybody in the press box and uh, there's a ton of internet uh, only reporters you know and well, because paper newspapers are disappearing and it, right. it's it's interesting and you'll appreciate this I don't think I've ever shared this with you on the air but uh, my last year as a sports information director in 97 98 99 we go to the SEC meetings and that's the first we heard of people being on the internet, and mm-hmm. uh, and so you're thinking, what do you do with these people? They're all different. But even then, and Randy will appreciate this, there was a strong prejudice mm. towards print journalism, and uh, and yet today, I don't know what your circulation is, but I'm guessing it would challenge the Democrat Gazette, and uh, it, maybe not statewide. Certainly, it would in Northwest Arkansas. Because circulation is so down for with most newspapers, uh, they are, the Democrat Gazette now only publishes one day a week for subscribers, and so yeah. they're they're just like you now. Everything's changed. I would say in the sports realm, absolutely without question. Um, you know, and you know we're. Lo- it's been a long road, obviously, with Hog Sports and you know starting it up and and where we started 21 years ago almost to, to where we are now and uh, you know we're one of the largest sites and I mean we've we've been you know finished nationally um, you know in, in various months uh, number one in the network in the in the entire 24/7 sports network and traffic mm-hmm. before. Um, but uh, yeah, we're one of the largest subscriber bases in the entire country, and by that I mean like you know in the top five at Arkansas, which I'm extremely proud of. I, yeah, I love that be. you know we come out with you know and we communicate. We have great communication at 24/7 Sports, and you know they list uh, you know rankings and stuff like that, and and I just love seeing people in, in other markets. I know that they're thinking Arkansas. Why <laughs> yeah. is Arkansas? There, mm-hmm. yeah. and I take a lot of pride in that. You know, just being an Arkansan myself and an Arkansas-based company, and um, I know that's what they've got to be thinking. So, though uh, so I definitely well, do cherish yeah. that. But yeah, you're right. That you know, ultimately, the landscape of not just sports media but media in general has has absolutely shifted. Yeah. Well, just think about it. For you to win to be number one in the SEC alone, Arkansas. I think may have a Arkansas and Mississippi are close to statewide population, by far the smallest populations in the SEC. So therefore, to have that kind of a a response or be number one is pretty amazing. It is. It's not. It's not taken lightly by me, by sure, uh, for sure. I am relatively confident. I was not among those national that national board. Uh, that voted on this. It wasn't a local vote. It was a national board that ended up selecting um, who the honorees were for the sportscaster and writer of the year. Trey, it was your walk and talk, but I'm a, I almost was worried that the walk and talk might be considered something video. <laughs> broadcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, rather than just part of the Hog Sports Network. Uh, so, man, I, I know it had to be the walk and talk. If they saw the walk and talk, they'd say, 100%, this is our man. Even though it was, it was not, <laughs> well, it was not yeah. written words. It was verbal words. Yeah. Well, it is voted on, and uh, but you know, I, I sometimes think that too. Like I, you know, you talk about the shifting landscape. I'm not just a writer. I mean, here I am on the radio. I'm on the radio with you guys every day. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I do, uh, you know, TV spots every once in a while with uh, with KATV. Woo! You know, I have my own YouTube show. I do the walk and talk. I mean, I just kind of do a little bit of everything i almost feel like i could fall in you know 
and a lot of people I think could fall into uh, a different category than just writer. Um, but I don't I don't know what I am really a, a content creator, a writer, a I don't know I don't know what you classify me in, but I I think writer is just one of the things that I do. But that's what again because the field has changed so much is there's a lot more diversity and. What people yep. are doing. You're not just doing sure. one thing anymore. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and, and Good that point. does make sense. Yeah. By the way, I just have to, Trey needs to hear this. If you haven't looked at it, have you looked at SEC shorts today? Not. Gave, I keep they, meaning to. I, okay. I, I have stuff they gave come the up grades. It's the report cards. Yeah. Okay. It's report cards. So I'm going to spoil a little bit for you. Okay. Uh, they're always funny. Unfortunately, the two lowest grades are, well, three lowest grades. They all got Ds. Arkansas got a D-, Mississippi State got a D-, Vanderbilt got a, this is hilarious, when Vanderbilt guy came for his grade, they showed he made F, and they said, it just seems like you don't care anymore. And he says, well, I don't know about that. Have you got our payout? And they just hand him his SEC money, (laughs) (laughs) which is what it is. But this is really funny. So Arkansas, she's talking about how, oh, you had much more promises. You should have been better than that. And then you hear a motorcycle. Oh, and the Arkansas no. guy lights up and he says, she says, no, no, no. He says, that's right. Bobby P, baby. Bobby P's here. <laughs> Things are looking better. <laughs> that's great. That's great. By the way, great. do a fantastic but, job. I mean, <laughs> they do. They are amazing. Every week come up with new material like that. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, I hate that they stop after football. I wish, I wish they'd do it all year, but they, they just do football. Trey, i got to read this one to you real quick, and we got to go to the phone lines. But yep. uh, this from our Southern Structural Solutions live uh, uh, bus text line says, uh, from Chris, please make sure you say dashing good looks. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> <laughs> I had to add yeah. that one real quick. All right, let's talk to Savage. Savage, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. you got a question or comment. For Trey, I didn't realize you were a defensive back in your part-time for the Green Bay Packers, by the way. Thanks to that INT that helped salt that game away for the Packers against the Cowboys. Yeah, two of them. I mean, it's just... <laughs> well, I didn't yeah. know you made two interceptions. I knew you hey, made one. I'm a little disappointed, Savage. You a Cowboy guy? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, watching that game, it's... I don't know what's more embarrassing, that game or the, you know, what the Philadelphia fans are going through. I mean, it's just... I don't know. It's, NFL East stinks. Yeah, they need to take McCarthy, and I'm not putting this on Dak. They just need to, they need to just get rid of whoever's in there. Uh, just, just start over. I mean, it, it's not worth. <laughs> and I'll leave it at that. Trey, I don't take it too much time. You know, you're you're a man of many hats. I would leave it at that as far as what all you do. So. Mm-hmm. What's uh, coming out of Alabama? I don't wear a lot of hats, hats actually, for for a bald guy. I actually. was thinking that, but I wasn't going to say it. Okay, yeah, you, you're taking Rick's <laughs> Yeah, I was banner. definitely thinking that. Uh, see? I'm taking over Rick's <laughs> stuff Jeez. now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I see the shine coming off of it, so you're good. You don't there you go. There you <laughs> go. But these kids that are uh, leaving Alabama, is there any word on where these kids might? I mean, is Arkansas in on any of these kids that are transferring out? I know Milrose's gone. There's a lot of people leaving since the new coach was brought in. Who, the quarterback? Milrose gone? I don't think yeah. so. I haven't heard that yet. I haven't either. That that would have been a headline. I haven't, I haven't seen either. that. Mm-mm. I don't think so. When did you see that? Well, I, I think. Uh, well, I was listening to the message boards on uh, ESPN. But, you know, I, I tap into a lot of information that y'all really don't have. But I'll let you know. Uh, I'll get you some more. <laughs> of Rick, so. uh, yeah, Okay. <laughs> Uh, I haven't yeah. seen it. I, I'm looking I up. I don't see anything on Milrow. I that was think news we'd to me know too. that one. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I wasn't supposed to let the cat out the bag, but there'll be some more information. There you go, Savage. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Hold on heard, to those Trey, sources. About, yeah. Have you heard anything else on any other kids besides him, Trey? Uh, I, I've not. It's actually been. Him? It's actually Thanks, been pretty Savage. quiet. I was spending today just trying to figure out. Uh, you know the roster for Arkansas because we're at 82 and 89. You know, depending on. If you go by Pittman's number or the number of guys that haven't said anything about uh, leaving yet who have eligibility left, which is where I get the 89 number. But, I mean, I still think that they could use a linebacker. I know that they could use a defensive tackle, and I think they could use another offensive lineman. I think they're at 82 right now. 
there's definitely the possibility to have more movement. But I think those are probably the three spots that I would look at if I was Arkansas. I think their numbers are good at safety. Cornerback numbers are good. Um, linebacker numbers are good, but I think they have, you know, maybe – could use a, another veteran guy there at linebacker and a defensive tackle. I think the numbers need to be boosted at that spot. And then, of course, we know that they want another offensive lineman. I've got him at 17 scholarship offensive linemen right now, and I think there's a few guys that you have to ask questions about, and I can go down and look at social media and stuff. And offensive linemen's tough because – those those guys don't tweet. <laughs> they don't they don't mm-hmm. Instagram a whole lot. But uh, you know the only guys that are that haven't said anything about what their future plans are, um, haven't indicated in any kind of way, are Joshua Braun, who Joshua Braun hosted, I believe, Fernando Carmona on his official visit. He would not be a hosting him on an official visit if he didn't plan to return to Arkansas. Brady Latham hasn't said anything, not a peep. And I don't think Brady has posted anything since August on social media. Uh, he hasn't said anything. Cole Carson hasn't said anything. The last thing that I saw on his social media was he's repping some clothing brand. Uh, So he hasn't said anything. He has not taken a snap at Arkansas in the past three seasons. And uh, Eli Henderson has not said anything. And Henderson has not played. He's been here two seasons. He has not seen a snap either in two seasons. Those are the only guys who haven't indicated one way or another what they're doing. So 17 is a good number of offensive linemen. I know I'm not getting like right to this question, but 17 is a good number of offensive linemen because you get the 15, you know, three deep, and then you get the extra interior offensive linemen, the extra tackle. But we know that they tried to add two more offensive linemen, did they not? I mean, they were going to take both of those guys and didn't end up getting either of them. I would think they're going to continue to try to add at least one more offensive lineman, at least one more. And so... Something's got to change there, I think, with the offensive line, whether it's Latham going into retirement. If Braun was leaving, he would have announced, you know, and I don't know why Henderson I thought I or, saw a post where he had said that way back when. Braun said he was leaving? No, no, he was staying. No. He was coming back for another yeah. year. Well, I don't, so I don't have anything that I can find on Braun, but I know okay. that he's staying. But he's staying. Like, that's not, that's not up for, I mean, he wouldn't be hosting recruits. If he weren't staying right. around, so, um, but yeah, Henderson, Cole Carson, Latham, I think are the three guys to keep an eye on right now on the offensive line, and surely we can find out something here pretty quick because, like, if guys aren't going to announce, like fans want to know, right? We want to know what yeah. the roster is going to look like, and school starts officially today. Um, Obviously, it didn't start because well, and it won't start tomorrow because they've already yeah, canceled classes closed. tomorrow. Yeah, Can you believe that? Tomorrow too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weather is closed tomorrow too. Um, roads are fine, by the way, up here. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I, I feel like we should we should get some kind of list. <laughs> I mean, it's you know, spring football is not far off. Classes are starting. Let's hear who's on the team. Well, this is why, once again, and I say thank you, thank you, thank you, that you are the Arkansas Sports Writer of the Year. Rick, I don't know if you read this story about Trey. Uh, It says, making sense of Arkansas's offensive scholarship numbers, which I'm assuming Trey tomorrow will have one on the defensive side. But he breaks it down. I mean, let's cut to the old chase, as uh, we like to say. Uh, This is on the final part of the story. Overall, offensive players to watch. Tyrone Broden, Francis Sherman, then the aforementioned uh, Brady Latham, Cole Carson, Eli Henderson. That tray is as simple as can be. It's there in black and white. And I know I have been nagging you about Latham. I didn't even think about Cole Carson. I didn't even think about Eli Henderson. Uh, so that's why you're the sports writer of the year because, <laughs> no, really, you, you've identified the players who you need to watch. And obviously, if Arkansas is to add that one or two uh, offensive linemen, then one of these three or two of these three have got to go. So yeah. that's what's important. And I, I want to thank you for this article because it made it simple for me to understand who's kind of hot and who's not. Yeah, I think our readers uh, on on Hog Sports are a lot like me. You know, they're 
they're diehard. They want to know not just about what's happening in the game coming up. They want to know what how's the health of the roster. How does sure. it look for next year? You know, how does it look for the spring? Sure. Um, and all those things. And so that's, you know, where I kind of find my niche a little bit too is is roster building. And obviously, we're big in recruiting and transfer portal news and stuff like that. But yeah, Tyrone Broden. Uh, I mean, aside from the wave, I don't <laughs> the wave emoji. Um, and the reason I, you know I bring him up is just because he's uh, you know he's he's a super senior, and super seniors have to be invited back. They've got twelve wide receivers on campus. That's too too many, in my opinion. I think ten is the number you want to be at with Bryce Stevens coming back also. So something's got to give there. Uh, Isaiah Satania, he's coming back, but somewhere. Something's got to give. Uh, I haven't seen anything from uh, Dasmond James on social media or anything to say, hey, I'll be back, and I haven't heard anything behind the scenes saying that, but I would expect him to be back. Uh, but something has to give because 12 wide receivers, you may say, yeah, but they need it for this offense or something, but if you take 12 wide receivers, then where are you pulling where are you pulling the other two spots? Because in the transfer portal age, you can build you can build a perfect roster. You can build from a number standpoint, you can put it together exactly how it should be to where you shouldn't be saying, we're a little thin here. We don't have good numbers there. You know, injuries obviously happen, but um, you you build the roster, so if you do get hit with some injuries here and there, then it's not a big deal. Like with the defensive line last year, probably the deepest defensive line that they've had at Arkansas may not have been the best on the top end, you know, but it was a good defensive line. But there was they had injuries all throughout the year. And there was never a time where you said, oh, man, just really beating up on the offensive line. But they had guys miss several games last year. And that's because you can build that roster with the transfer portal. And they added four guys on the defensive line through the portal last year. Well, I look forward to the offense, I mean, the defensive scholarship numbers tomorrow. Yep. Thank you, Trey. Tomorrow. All right, buddy. Have a great rest of the night. Trey Beatty of Hogsports.com being brought to you by Chris Crane. Hyundai and Genesis of Conway. Fence Brokers presents Razorback Graffiti every Monday morning. Call Morning Mayhem and let them know how you feel about how they did. One sentence and one sentence only. It's a new year, and the new you deserves a new ride. From Guadney Buick GMC, it's tax time. You worked hard all year, you paid in. Now, you need to get paid. Because at Guadney Buick GMC, your refund is going farther than ever before. Call 501-945-4444. Combining current offers, purchase allowances, and cash back with your refund makes it the best time to trade before tax season is over. Stack your tax refund on up to $6,000 purchase allowance on 2023 and 24 GMC Sierra 1500 equipped with the 5.3 V8 requires eligible trade. Winter is here. Choose from a lot full of four-wheel drive and all-wheel drive vehicles. You will be approved. So make your New Year's resolution to upgrade your trade at Guadney Buick GMC next to Sam's Club. Call 501-945-4444 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Guadney Buick GMC.com. GMC. We are professional grade. See dealer for details. Well, we wrapped up 2023. Now you got to start making those goals for 2024. How about starting with ending your joint pain? Hey everybody, it's RJ Hawk. Don't go another year compromising because of that joint pain in your knees, your back, or your shoulders, or maybe from an old injury. You need to call QC Kinetics now. They are the nation's leader in regenerative non-surgical pain relief. And you heard me right, non-surgical. They don't do drugs, they don't do surgery, And the best part, there's no downtime. Your body has exactly what you need to restore and repair that damaged joint tissue. The future of pain medicine has arrived, and QC Connects has thousands of Central Arkansas patients that are loving getting their life back. This is not a Band-Aid. This is a revolutionary treatment that can get you moving again, get your life back, and listen, there's no surgery involved. Call QC Connects today for a free consultation. 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. Tune in each day to Drive Time Sports to hear Trey Biddy talk all things Razorbacks. Brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer, and Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealer. Genesis of Conway, the future of luxury today. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money. 
so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramps corporate cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramps software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com sports. Ramp.com sports. R-A-M-P.com sports. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. Often imitated but never duplicated. This is Drive Time Sports with Randy Rainwater on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back once again to Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. In a moment, we'll be joined by Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Fence Brokers. But first, I want to talk to you about Benny Hanna's. Now, they're open tonight. They are ready for business, which means their staff is going to be on hand, and they're ready to roll. They are ready to serve you as a hungry customer so get out to Benny Hanna tonight and uh, take your time be careful and uh, head on out to Benny Hanna because I gotta tell you if you haven't tried the Emperor's Feast as of yet then I say shame on you that's tender filet with a chicken breast grilled to perfection but the highlight I'm not sure the highlight I'm gonna say the extra added bonus is that great hibachi fried rice with chicken. That is a meal into itself. And they do not scrimp on the portions. Trust me. Because if there's anybody normally can clean their plate, that's me. But uh, this is one of the best items that they, I think, on their menu. That is the Emperor's Feast. But they've got so many other options, whether it's seafood options or steak and chicken. How about the twin lobster tails? Yeah, twin lobster tails. And then they've got all kinds of other side orders, whether it be the Benihana uh, onion soup or the hibachi chicken and rice. I talked about that. Or the Benihana salad. So they've got so many different options. Could you try again? Well, no, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> I'm not uh, sure I understand. I have never... Uh, uh, well, I'm talking about Benny Hanna's. You don't have to understand, you stupid computer. Anyway. Terry, activate 1037 to buzz. <laughs> I cannot believe it happened. That's okay, hilarious. Benny Hanna, that is <laughs> the Wyndham Hotel in North Little Rock. Now, wow! You want to do that again? She asked if you'd like to try that again. Are you gonna go? You want to go through all that again? Well, uh, okay. If it's uh, if I'm placing an order, that's one thing. But I wouldn't even place it in order. So anyway, thank you, oh, boy. The things that you. show up on our show. Sometimes. Good They're gracious, good. boy! You talk about out of left field. <laughs> now let's go to Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, Kevin Hoop Scoop McPherson, for all the latest news for anything and everything basketball. Basketball made possible by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers going the extra mile. I think, Kevin, there's a ghost in this studio because it will just arbitrarily sometimes start playing uh, intros. Like it's played more, okay, once or twice I may have done that, where it seems like because of where it's located, it's uh, rolling with Nolan. Um, but good gracious. Siri out of left field. I don't know if you could hear that or not. Rick could at least hear it. I hope yeah. others. Yeah. I didn't know that she was, Siri played baseball though. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Do that out of left field. I, I heard Siri. Look, this we're 
there's a, a fear, maybe it's a low-level fear, but a fear nonetheless that AI is take slowly or maybe quickly taking things over. <laughs> that might be a bit of evidence of, you know, Exhibit A today. Wow. I mean, huh. this, this happened on my laptop. I can understand maybe a little bit if it had happened on my phone, because I've had that happen to me before where I'm texting somebody and I get interrupted. I mean, there's been times I'm texting you, next thing I know, Whatever I've said on the air for about the last five or ten seconds, I look down, there it is on my phone. I'm like, I'm not going to send that to Kevin or anybody else. But uh, anyway, all right, uh, I'm going to kind of cut to the chase, and I'm going to ask you this question, Kevin. I don't know if you're going to try to make it to the game tonight because of the roads, but what are your expectations for tonight's Arkansas-Texas A&M game? Well, first of all, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to brave the, the conditions. I, Smart man. Probably most of the roads would be okay, but I'm roads I'm, are I'm fine. Watch it. Roads are fine up here. SEC you know. Network. I'll have yeah. a, a post game and, and an article. And uh, for those brave souls, you know, that are going through some perilous weather to get to Bud Walton Arena, you know, I salute them. I won't be one. Uh, you know, Randy, I don't have any expectations from this Arkansas team right now, other than, uh, you know. I, I figure somebody's got to stand up and, and say enough is enough. I, I don't know that we've seen an individual player do that yet. Um, just to kind of lead the way and show the way for others. I mean, it's back on your home court, but the last time you were there, you lost by a record 32 point margin. I guess a really good Auburn team. I don't think this A&M team is as good as Auburn, but it's a very good A&M team. When you look at the record, only one game better than Arkansas, both in league play and overall. Um, but this is a team that has four quad one wins already in the Aggies. They've also played, they, the, the A&M also played a, a tough non-conference. Coming off a home win in overtime against a Kentucky team that likely would have been potentially ranked number one had it, had it uh, you know, closed the week strong in, in college basketball. So, you know, record sometimes you say, well, you are what your record says you are. I think A&M just one game better than Arkansas in the, in the record count. Is, is further along than Arkansas as a team. It's got Wade Taylor, uh, the fourth, who always seems to have his best games against the Razorbacks, averaging over 18 a game. He can beat you inside and out. Tyrese Radford did a guard, averaging nearly 14 points a game. That's also a tough assignment for the Hogs and a good rebounding guard, by the way. And then Henry Coleman, the third, you know, it seemed like forever ago he played at Duke. He, he's been, you know, they got a lot of guys back and part of their. Uh, you know, part of that rotation, but 12 points and eight rebounds a game. And this A&M team is number one in the nation in offensive rebounding, nearly 19 offensive boards per game. Mm. It's a team that gets the free throw line a lot, playing against a Razorback team that fouls a lot. The rebounding, is, you know, offensive rebounding against a team that's Achilles Hill is closing out defensive possessions with rebounds. Um, it's also an, a, an Aggie team forcing nearly eight, getting nearly eight steals a game. Um, and forcing teams into over 12 turnovers. All these areas are, are not good when you compare it to the Razorbacks. So expectations, I certainly don't come into it with expectations that Arkansas is going to win. I come up, with, come into it with expectations of somebody stepping up. And let's see how many others maybe fall into place around it. I think somebody's got to step up tonight uh, to help Arkansas show some proof of life. If Arkansas loses and goes 0-4, It'll be the first time that's happened since John Pelfrey's 08-09 team, his second season, when the team finished 2-14, and the worst-ever conference record. Uh, if Arkansas loses tonight, it'll actually be the, the a second, or excuse me, a second four-game losing streak in SEC play going back two years ago when the team started on, or excuse me, going back to last season when the team started 1-1 one and one and then lost four straight games and was 1-5 and five through six games in SEC play. So, uh, you know, an 0-4 start would be, again, the worst since 08-09. And, again, a four-game losing streak in league play would match last season's run when Arkansas started 1-1 and got to 1-5. It's not looking real good right now, guys, but that's why you play the game. You're on your home court. Uh, I know that Arkansas beat A&M. Was it last year at home or the year before when weather, inclement weather, it put A&M behind on its travel? I don't know how easy it's been for the Aggies to get in and out, how much you know, how difficulty they've had, but, you know, Arkansas probably needs anything going in its advantage that it can get in a game like this. 
Well, Kevin, let's just say this. And first of all, as far as the crowd, all every student at the university ought to be there because there's no classes tomorrow, so they can sleep in late. They might as well go. But uh, apart from that, I think this is the most important week of the season for Arkansas because they're playing yeah. A&M at home, South Carolina at home. If they don't win one or both, I don't see any hope. And you, you've yeah. got to at least have hope when you play. Am I Am I correct? You know, I I tend to agree with you. I like it, but I mentioned they start the team started one and five last year. Now, the eight and ten finish wasn't great, tenth place, but the resume overall was good enough to get into the NCAA tournament. I think what's different now is the resume is awful. Arkansas is one hundred and thirteenth in net, one and five in quad one games. Tonight's result, by the way, for the Hogs will be quad two because of A and M's records got the Aggies pushed outside the top thirty in net. It's a home game. They're forty first, so it would be the Arkansas's first. Quad quad two win, though, if they can win tonight. But you're right, Rick. To answer your question, I think the hope thing is is always relative to what else you've done, and it's not just a bad start in league play this time. It was an awful November. It really wasn't a great December in terms of rebuilding the resume, you know, uh, even though the Hawks went, uh, won all, their, all the games in December and finished November with that win at home over a top-ten Duke team at the time. But you're right. I don't think the resume is very obviously not strong. Arkansas is one and five again in quad one games, looking for that first quad two game result. Most of their results are quad three and quad four to this point. You know, now we're past the midway point of the season, and they've even got a quad three loss against Greensboro. So, hope to me is relative to not only getting off the mat and getting some wins. You've got back to back home games, but you still have a long way to go after that. To, to build a, a postseason resume, but you got to start somewhere. But if you lose these next two, I agree. I don't think, I think because of how poor the resume was coming out of non-conference, it makes it even harder for this team to climb out of it. Well, Kevin, I'm not talking about quads, and I'm not talking about resume. I'm talking about if they start 0-5, what's the hope they're going to win any games in the SEC? And then you got a well, real mess on your hand. Seriously, they right. haven't ever started 0-5. Look at the rest of the schedule. I know A&M and South Carolina are good teams, but they're middle of the pack in this league because the league is pretty good. And so if you can't win one of these games, you got to look down the line and say, you're gonna, uh, who are you going to beat? You know, they'll win one or two, but I'm talking about just winning some games, not getting into the NCAA. Well, I think that I think sometimes that's, that's a bit, little bit part of it is what are you playing for? Where are your motivations? And usually when you have a better resume, it means you've done better in your season at some point, and you know how to win. Are you, mm-hmm. you know, you're like, okay, we, we, Arkansas, I mean, outside of Duke. But how do you beat Canada, Duke? How do you beat Duke if you have no chance to win? Those Duke's back in the top ten again. How, how, do you, how do you beat Duke, and now you're looking at, can you even win an SEC game? How's Cal- right, can that I be agree the same with you. I, 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 it's, you know, the one thing about the Duke game, that I thought is Arkansas had an athletic and quickness advantage, and I thought the game plan was brilliant. I thought it was really good in the way that, of course, Arkansas was at home. Uh, so I thought that Arkansas had some advantage. In the SEC, there's just not you're not lining up against teams where you have quickness and athletic advantages. As good as Duke is, I thought Arkansas at several positions had advantages with that with those specific things. That's not going to be the case in the SEC. It's just not, and so. Um, you know, this, you're, I mean, I agree with you. At some point, you're, you're put aside, um, really, because you can't. You've got to play them. You know, the old saying, "Play them one game yeah. at a time." You're so far Absolutely. away from postseason. You just got to yeah. figure out how to get some hope back. And you're right. You got to win to do that. And if, if Arkansas loses these next two home games, it, it could get. It, we could be looking at John Pelfrey 0809 type of stuff down the line. Could be potentially. Yuck. All right, Kevin. <laughs> wow, Randy, that was well. I should have I should have said whoo like Joe's opinion did the other day. Woo! All right, hang on, Kevin. That is Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Fence Brokers. Drive time sports will continue. Listen for Coach Kevin Kelly Wednesdays during the Zone, presented by the Wooded Rock Athletic Club. Join the Wooded Rock Athletic Club and save thirty percent off joining fees with no monthly contract. LRAC.com. Hello, folks. It's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars, and the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. 
We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Folks, we're still buying cars every day. So look around and see what you or your family has in the garage that you want to turn into cash. It's really easy, folks. Just come into Fletcher Dodge and ask for Chris or Andy. We'll buy any vehicle and we'll pay you more than anyone. We can't find enough vehicles at the auto auctions to meet the demand. So we're extending you this offer to the public. We'll pay you more, so don't wait. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Come see us today for the best cash offer on your car, truck, van, or SUV. Just ask for Chris or Andy. We'll pay you more, so come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Thanks. At Southern Floor Coating, coatings are all they do, and they won't be beat on price. Factory-trained installers using the purest form of polyurea with UV stability for all your outside projects. When you call, you'll talk with a professional interested in your project, not a voicemail. Don't trust a fly-by-night company that may not be in business next year. Transform your patio, porch, or pool deck and call the real pros at Southern Floor Coating. 501-402-4912 or take a look at southernfloorcoating.com. We're for Washington. We love Febreze's new scent. Refresh and energize. So much we made a song about it. slows my little girl down, except the stuffy nose. Mommy. That's why I use Sinex Children's Saline from Vicks. Sinex instantly clears mucus in everyday stuffy little noses with a gentle, ultra-fine mist designed for kids. Just Sinex? Breathe. <sighs> Her stuffy nose is gone for now. And so is she. Sinex Children's Saline. Sinex? Breathe. <sighs> use as directed, keep out of reach of children. The Big Game is brought to you by Pulaski County's only Buick GMC dealer. Guadney Buick GMC. Shop the latest GM has to offer. Encore, Terrain, Yukon, or the most advanced tailgating machine in the business. GMC Sierra. Give us a call. 945-4444 or shop us online GuadneyBuickGMC.com. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. GMC. We are professional grade. Guadney for Buick. Guadney for GMC. Guadney for Life. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. Drive Time Sports, tapped with refreshing sports opinion on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. We'll be rejoined in a moment by... Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Fence Brokers, but ever dreamed, ever dreamed of owning a Suburban? How about owning one now because of the massive savings on the 2023 Suburban you'll find at Guatney Chevrolet? It's now as low as 58 thousand they also have a 2021 chevy tahoe truck for as low as 54.999 and and there is a trading event going on in guatney where you can save money from anywhere from five to ten grand on equinoxes and silverados when you trade in a qualifying vehicle now don't miss these deals at Guatney Chevrolet. Right there off of 16767. Look for that huge American flag right there in the heart of downtown Jacksonville. Or visit GuatneyChevrolet.com to learn more. That's Chevrolet. Together we drive. Guatney Chevrolet in Jacksonville. Now, let's go to Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, Kevin Hoopscoop McPherson, for all the latest news for anything and everything basketball. Made possible by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. 
Jim, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Kevin? Yes. Uh, when uh, when will it be back on a hog wheel? And how's recruiting going? How is recruiting going on? Thank you, Jim. Well, did he ask me when I'm going to be back on Hogville? <laughs> I think he did ask that. All right, yeah. either that or he, yeah. he was glad to be back on Hogville. I Something about Hogville, yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay, well, I'm still on Hogville. I did some recruiting updates, well, not a, a lot, on Hogville today, but I did, you know, I kind of went back to some of the recent visitors in Arkansas's last home game against Auburn, just pulling stuff that I had tweeted out and posted. Um, you know, so the recruiting part of it, you know, it's it's pretty static for class of 2024 now because I think Arkansas has signed the two players. I think that's probably going to be it from the high school. The rest of it will be portal stuff in the spring. And then we've constantly been updating on, on 26, or excuse me, classes of 2025 and 2026. Is he, is he asking for more? I, I didn't hear everything he said. Was he asking for more recruiting info or anything else? No, that's... Uh... I, again, I think he was said happy. I thought he said he was happy to be back on Hogville, and then he was talking about how's recruiting going. So that was. Oh, okay. He was glad to be back on Hogville. Okay, I thought, I I thought that's what he said, but I may be wrong. Maybe, yeah, I mean the recruiting again. You, you know, Arkansas signed three one and done five stars two basically two classes ago. When you look at it that way. Um, and, and then the current freshman, uh, you know, we've seen hit and miss with Layden Blocker in terms of getting opportunities. I thought he played really well, by the way, at Florida, given the circumstances. Uh, we even saw Bay Fall play. Uh, but those guys, you know, those are not projected one and done straight to the NBA, you know, right immediately in your, on, in your top rotation. And I think, you know, you might have a similar take on the two that have been signed uh, in class of 2024, when you look at Isaiah Elohim, uh, the 6'5 wing out of Sierra Canyon in California, um, and, and then Jalen Shelley at, at, at Link Academy, um, the, the 6'8 combo forward. So, I, you know, I'm, uh, I'd say they were, they're all good recruits. But obviously, they're not five-star one-and-done types, but I think they're good recruits. Uh, we'll see if Mossman once again realigns his thinking in terms of pursuing more high school players and, and did you get back in with some more five stars, there's going to be a few of those in state, I think, in that 2026 class when we really look at that one, um, Randy, uh, when we're talking J.J. Andrews and Jacob Amir. I also think that Terion Burgess is pretty close, you know, 33rd according to 247 Sports, not too far from the top 25 there, 6'9 combo forward out of Benton, his class of 2025. Uh, but we'll see what the staff does in terms of uh, pursuing and continuing to pursue the in-state talent because there's plenty of it here, um, and and I'm you know it's the kind of talent I think that can factor in to a top rotation even as freshmen. Uh, I still believe Block Blocker is one of those guys that can and mm-hmm. momentarily has in two or three games this year. Um, I think more of the Florida game was by default because Mussman emptied the bench and he wasn't one of the first guys he put in anyway. But he finished that game and, and had a good, you know, good game. It's all relative when you lose by 22. Uh, so we'll, we'll see what happens moving forward with current freshmen and then again recruiting. I think it's shown up for, for 24 in high school, but a lot of in-state and out-of-state talent Arkansas has been pursuing in the younger classes. When you start looking at 2025, 2026, and We'll even start talking soon, guys, about class 2027. It seems like, Kevin, in all three SEC games thus far, Arkansas has gotten off to a horrible start, dug themselves into a hole, and had to battle uphill from there. How critical tonight against Texas A&M is it to get off to a positive start? I think it's important, especially with your home crowd. You want that whatever crowd is in there, based on the elements and the start of the team, uh, you, you want that crowd as loud as it can be. You want momentum. And so I think it's important, especially when you're trying to get your first win in game four of SEC play. Um, but, you know, again, you ask me what do I expect. I can't expect that. Hmm. This Arkansas team has not been consistent enough in any area to have an expectation, well, that'll work tonight. Well, we know they'll do at least do this. I mean, we can talk about blocking shots. Arkansas has been elite there. But that's, you know, you're, you're talking about 
very few possessions where Arkansas has been really good defending at the rim outside of when they're able to block, a, 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 you know, three or four or five shots, whatever they average. Most of the rest of it, you, you don't get the sense this is a team that makes it hard for teams to score around the basket. So it's a bit of a it's bit, a bit misleading stat in terms of what this team really is. So this team is not strong inside and out at either end of the floor. I think it lacks toughness. I think it lacks physicality. And with all the years of experience, it surprises me how easy this team seems to have long stretches where, where I see even effort, some effort question marks. That's usually not the case with Eric Nelson teams. I'm, I'm starting to question some of the effort, and you never want to see that at this level or in basketball. Yeah, I mean, it's um, I've questioned the effort now for several days. And uh, I just question whether or not they're getting 100% out of every player. And um, this from our... Randy, these opponents are getting free runs to the rim. I mean, Oh, absolutely. Not, you know, and fast and breaks, that, Kevin. That is... Fast breaks. I mean, you got study the obvious. Right? You've got three. You got three players that are back there taking their already uh, midnight nap uh, in the back court while the other team is rushing to the front court and either a dunk or an easy layup. I mean, geez, transitional defense—that's a farce. But anyway, well, and you're going to see offensive players always have an advantage, and often you're going to see typically. And you'll see a guy get beat. But what the troubling part is, nobody's coming to help. There's no communication. There's and, and, I, and that's, to me, just lack of either caring that leads to lack of effort or lack of belief in what the system, what Muslim system is teaching these guys. And these are all things where Arkansas, whatever problems they had in previous years, got turned around and started on defense, and they've been in a really good defensive unit. So whatever issues Muslim might have had with new rosters, he started convincing guys this is what it's going to take, and they started buying in and doing it. When you when you see the things we're talking about this late in the even this late in the season and consistently since day one, that's a major problem, and it just surprises me because of the experience level. The argument counter to that would be, well, maybe they all got really bad experience, and it's just hard to watch it away. Hmm. I mean, some of these. I mean, look where Tremont Mark came out of. He and Devo Davis have nearly similar resumes we start talking about how much winning those guys have been a part of in, in postseason success and you know mark is not innocent of these issues he's he's been, you know he's routinely getting beat beaten on de- defense just like everybody else i'm not going to just single them out but i'm using it as an example of a guy you thought coming in would be better at that in before uh, especially playing for kelvin sampson where the expectations defensively are always way way high all right kevin I'll be anxious to get your uh, thoughts on Friday. See if any of your expectations came to play. All right, Kevin. That is Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Chris Walker and the gang at Fence Brokers. Hour number three, straight ahead. Second annual Arkansas Marine Expo, Arkansas's premier boat show. This Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the State House Convention Center in Little Rock. Ski boats, mass boats, wake and surf boats, party barges, all on display and at discount show prices. And you could win a new $11,000 Sea Dew Spark personal watercraft. Courtesy of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, Bradford Marine and ATV, and BRP. $10 for adults, 